Many times in life, it's difficult to do the right thing, even for yourself. I remember being younger, and I remember being peer pressured by all my friends to go out, do this, party here, talk to this girl, and it's hard to say no. But in today's episode, I'm going to teach you what you need to focus on and what you don't need to focus on. What is up, guys? Sumi here with Thoughtcast, and today I'm going to talk about doing the right thing. Now, this is a cringy topic. This is a very moralistic topic. It's probably going to be a boring episode, so I'm sorry. I apologize in advance, but a lot of you probably need to hear this. A lot of you probably need to sit down and understand that you're probably making a lot of bad decisions in your life. You're around the wrong people, and you're not necessarily moving in the right direction 100%. Listen, I have been there when I was younger, and I would always accommodate people because I felt awkward cutting them off. I felt weird saying no to them, and I just wanted to be nice. I never wanted to make someone feel inconvenienced, or I never wanted to be rude, and that's why I said yes to a lot of things. I had a problem with this. When someone wanted to go out, didn't matter if I had a test the next day or I had something that I had to do that was very important. I said yes, and I always rationalized to myself, well, I'll come home, and I'll knock it out, and I would do that. I would come home and I would put more work on myself and I would get less sleep and I would wake up the next day half asleep and take the test and and probably do worse than I would have done if I had just stayed in. Learning to say no is a very powerful skill that we have to learn when we're very young because if we don't learn it when we're young, our brain begins to habituate this as something that we should do and we begin to really say yes to everything as we get older. So when you're very young, you have to learn to say no to things. The more successful you become in life, the more people are going to ask you to do things, be involved with certain events, be involved with certain businesses that they're going to start running, be involved in new ventures, come out here, talk to this person. And the more success I've had in life, the more I've had to say no. Don't be afraid to say no to somebody if it's doing the right thing for you. I'm going to give you a few examples here that I really want you to focus on and put yourself in. And I want to help outline the times when you should say no and the times that you shouldn't. So let's start with that first. A lot of times in life, the things that are difficult or hard are typically the things that are better for you. This means waking up early, working out when you don't want to, sitting down and locking in for that test. A lot of times we rationalize that we can get this stuff done later, we procrastinate, we put it off, or sometimes we tend to multitask. And I used to be someone that used to multitask, where I used to maybe watch Netflix while I was studying, but the reality was I never actually studied. I would just sit there watching the TV and feel like I was studying because I had a book open. Just because you have a book open, just because you're in the gym, just, just because you're at work does not mean that you're actually making progress. So you have to hold yourself accountable. One of the biggest life hacks I can tell you about doing the right thing is pretend that you have a movie camera on you at all times. Pretend you're in a reality TV show. Pretend that everything that you do is being recorded in this very moment. And then run your life. Pretend you're in a video game. Pretend that every single action that you make is being watched by someone, judged by someone, and then reevaluated later. That's what I do. And I always say that I can put off the pleasure until tomorrow. I say one more day until I can do this. One more day and then I can watch TV. One more day and then I can go out and party and whatever. And what I keep doing is saying one more day. Now I think Ed Milet really mastered this and he's talked about it in a great deal. But this one more day thing is a very great philosophy. And if you can't do one day, do one hour. Do another 10 minutes. Delay the gratification. Hold yourself off on it until you pass that 10 minutes and then you can say another 10 minutes or another hour or another day. And if you keep doing this over a period of time, you'll continue that positive cycle for a week, for a month, for a couple months, for even a year. And then it'll become a habituated process for you. 
This even goes for breakups. This goes for things that you don't want. This goes for breakups. This goes for drugs. This goes for vices. If you feel that you want to reach out to somebody and you know that you shouldn't, if you feel that you want to go do something that you shouldn't do, just tell yourself one more day. I can't do this. I'm going to hold off for one more day. And then I'm going to allow myself to do what I want to do. Allow yourself. Release that freedom in your head. You see, this is difficult because you're psychologically tricking yourself. You're artificially restricting yourself to do something and you're rewarding yourself in an artificial manner tomorrow. You're going to see how you feel later. And it's very good to do this with money as well. One of the biggest hacks I have with money is I put a lot of my money in my investment account. Even if I'm not investing it, I throw it in my investment account. So if I want to go spend on something, and if you guys know me personally, I am a spender. I like to spend my money. But the way that I live my life is I regulate my money. If I see a car, I want to buy it. If I see a nice TV, I want to buy it. But the way that I have my account set up is if I want to make a big purchase, I've got to withdraw that money from my bank account. And so that takes about, I got to withdraw that money from my investment account. And so that takes three to four days. And as a result, I have to wait to make that decision financially. And the lust and the urge and the desire in that moment to make that decision starts to go away after I sleep on it for a couple of days, after I think about, hey, look, I don't really need that TV. I don't really need that new Rolls Royce. I don't really need that new car. And I hold off on those decisions and I'm able to delay it. One of the biggest things I've learned to do in life is delay my gratification. I've learned to hold off things that I don't want to have. And this is also important to do in your friendship and your personal relationships. When someone is inviting you out to a party, tell them, ah, no, I'm not going to do it this time, but I'll do it next week. You don't necessarily have to tell them all the time because then they start to realize that you're not going to come out ever and they start to stop inviting you, which may be a consequence of this. But you've got to understand that when you're a successful person, you've got to do things that other people are not doing. And you have to learn to sacrifice on the good times out, on getting drunk, on going out to this party or going out to this yacht. You've got to learn to sacrifice. And that sacrifice is not even sacrifice if you think about it. You are sacrificing by going on this yacht, by going to this party, by putting alcohol in your system that does nothing but hurt your liver. Living for the memories that you can't even remember. Living for those nights with random people that are never going to hit you up because those relationships are superficial. I am telling you I have been there on a boat in Miami, all over the world, with random people that I will never meet again. Now I value conversations that will actually have some benefit for me. The only people that I keep in my life are people that bring me value. Because at some core level, the relationships that you have in your life are designed to bring you some value. Even your friends that you call your friends, they bring you value in a transactional sense of making you laugh of making me happy. But right now in my life, I'm very focused on purpose and you need to be focused on your purpose if you're very young. Being happy and giggling and having a little bit of fun, that can wait. I'm telling you this with love. It can wait. You don't need to giggle when you're 24 years old. You need to focus on your purpose and you need to build your life. You need to really think about your legacy and the value that you're bringing to this world. So the relationships that you have with people have to be valuable. Every single person that I keep close in my life People think that I do business with them, but the reality is they're my friends. We have built the friendship on business and we have built the business also in a sense on friendship. We have built the friendship on business and we are valuable to one another. I bring them value and they bring me value. I don't engage with people that just want to get to know me and just want to have fun and just want to do random stuff because at a core root, that is not beneficial for me. It is a parasitic relationship and I want to always engage in relationships that make me a better person. You've got to learn that the people that you have around you are ultimately who you're going to become. And if you hang around people that are losers, respectfully, you're going to become a loser. If you hang around people that are broke, you're going to stay broke. If you hang around people that are not in shape and are not going to the gym, you're not going to go to the gym and you're going to stay out of shape. Start hanging around winners. Start surrounding yourself with winners. And if you don't have winners in your life or in your circle, guess what? 
read books. The books that I'm reading by the authors that I have, it's equivalent to me hanging out with them. When I read a book by someone successful, it's like me hanging out with them and having a conversation with them. That's how I really think about it. So if I wake up in the morning and I read a book by Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think that I've read, I think that I've hung out with them for an hour. That's super important. So hang around those people to solidify your mindset and gear you towards success. I know this sounds crazy. I know it sounds insane and delusional, but this is what winners do. Winners hang around winners, and winners do not waste time doing things that are not productive for them. And typically, the thing that's going to allow you to grow as a person is going to be boring. It's going to not be fun. But the result of what it gets you is going to be so much better. Because I worked hard, because I sacrificed in all my 20s, yes, I may have not been blacked out, drunk at every single bar and every single party. But those memories don't really mean a lot of the people that even have them. And now I sit here in this beautiful penthouse, in this beautiful apartment building, with my bills paid, with money in my bank account, and I live in peace. And the fun that I have on a day-to-day -day basis is waking up without worrying about anything. I have that stress gone. I have that pressure relieved. And that is what I want for every single one of you. I, I have fun just existing. I hate to say it. I have fun just being me, sitting and living in the moment, being here peacefully. I don't need to be watching TV. I don't need to be having some kind of external validation. I don't need to constantly do things. And I do things, and I do enjoy myself at times. I, I travel a lot, but that's a consequence of my work. Now for work, I can travel all over the world, and I can do things that other people wish they could do, and they have to spend money on, and they have no purpose doing it. My purpose is now aligned with me traveling around the world, doing things that I want to do, and engaging with people and networking to a high degree. When you really kill it in any business, in any business, whether you're a plumber, whether you're a carpenter, whether you're someone that sells TVs, you'll understand the top levels of that business, there is networking involved. If you're a plumber and you own a large plumbing company, you might have to network and get contracts for all of your employees. If you're a high-level carpenter and you have people that work under you and you're doing it at the highest level, you might need a network to find people that can really give you that, that level of work. At any level, whether it's financial services, whether it's real estate, whether you're doing solar, whether you're installing granite countertops, whether you're selling cars, you are going to have to network if you're killing it at the highest level. So my recommendation is work as hard as you can, sacrifice in the moment, build yourself up financially, mentally, physically, in an emotional sense as well. And then when you get to the top level, understand that your lifestyle is just going to allow you to network and have fun. When you give up on the parties when you're young, you can then build success for yourself and be invited to really high-end parties where you know people are special, people are powerful, people are amazing, Pe people have rich conversations and great stories and a great personality that you can engage with. I want you all to take a moment and do an exercise here and write down the things that you feel like you can sacrifice that are not adding value to you. And then write down the things that you could be doing in your life that are going to add value to you. Take a piece of paper, fold it in half, and write one side. Maybe you're hanging out with a certain individual that isn't building you. Maybe you're doing something after work that isn't really growing you. Maybe you're spending a little bit too much money on something that isn't growing you. And on the other side, I want you to write things that you want to welcome into your life. New hobbies, new ideas, new mindsets, new activities that can allow you to build into a better person. And I want you to do this consistently. So that way you can visually understand what you're doing that is wrong. I want you to visually understand what you're doing wrong. And every day I want you to try to cut one of these habits out. And every day I want you to try to add one of these new activities and habits into your life. And over a period of time, as you keep writing, as you keep reforming this list and on a day-to-day -day basis, you're going to find out that you're going to be including a lot of healthier habits in your life, such as eating better, working out, hanging around with more positive people, reading, and you're cutting out negative things such as partying, doing drugs, engaging in vices, engaging in that toxic relationship that isn't beneficial for you, and just holding yourself back. I hope this episode was helpful for you guys. I really appreciate you taking the time out to spend some time with me. I don't know if you're in the shower right now. I don't know if you're driving. I don't know where you are right now. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you decided to spend it with me. So I really appreciate that. 
And big shout out to Candy for sponsoring this podcast and allowing us to film this content here in this beautiful penthouse. If you're ever in the Cleveland area, hit them up if you ever want a place to live. They will hook you up with the best deal. You can contact me personally and I can connect you with their leasing office. Until next time, guys. And if you guys ever want to get a hold of me, my links are down in the description below. Until next time, Sumi out.